Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This bulletin, advocates for indigenous mental health urge politicians to consider the mental health impact of the voice to parliament referendum. The federal opposition claims the government is pandering to Qantas as a, as a Senate inquiry is established. And Brazil's President Lula da Silva recognizes six indigenous lands in Bolsta for the Amazon. Advocates for Indigenous Mental Health are asking politicians to consider the mental health impact of the Voice to Parliament referendum. A group of mental health organizations, including the Australian Indigenous Psychologist Association and the Black Dog Institute, are asking politicians to sign what they are calling a respectful referendum pledge. The pledge is a set of principles to try and encourage more civil and inclusive conversations. The Black Dog Institute says as the referendum approaches, indigenous people are experiencing more vitriol online and this is taking a toll on their social and emotional well-being. He says whilst people should not shy away from talking about the voice to parliament referendum, they should be proactive in reducing potential harms for doing so. National's MP Barnaby Joyce has said that the Voice to Parliament referendum is creating outrageous debate and unacceptable statements that need to be called out. Mr Joyce, who was supporting the No campaign, made the remarks on Tuesday during a panel discussion on Australia's first referendum in, 25, in 24 years on NITV's The Point program. He told fellow panelists, including former Senator Olympian Nova Paris, Reconciliation Australia CEO Karen Mundine and Liberals for Yes Kate Cannell that Australians could agree that the debate had been inflammatory. People getting away with saying things that are just completely out of order. And I think it's incumbent upon all of us when you hear that to say, no, mate, what you just said then was outrageous, right? It's got nothing to do with the debate. And this is something, and this debate has given people almost a, a, they think they can get away with saying it now, and I think it's incumbent upon all of us to bring it down. Host Narelda Jacobs made the point that Joyce himself had been at a no-campaign event where inflammatory statements were made without explicitly distancing himself from them. The federal opposition is accusing the government of favouring Qantas at the expense of ordinary Australians. There will be a Senate inquiry into why the government rejected Qatar Airways' application for more flights into Australia, a decision that benefits Qantas. But the government nearly scuttled the inquiry once voting against its establishment. The government has stood firm on the Qatar Airways decision, even in the face of disagreement from Labour Party state premiers. Opposition transport spokeswoman Bridget McKenzie says the government has pandered to Qantas on a range of issues, citing Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's relationship with former Qantas boss Alan Joyce and Qantas's support for the proposed Indigenous Voice to Parliament as possible reasons why. Why have they doubled down? 
Is it because of Mr Albanese's personal and political strong relationship with not just Alan Joyce, but with Qantas as the flagship bearer for his Yes campaign? Why was Qantas, why was aviation ruled out of the government's competition review? And why did they reject the application for Qatar Airways, which we know would have put downward pressure on prices? The latest economic growth figures will be released today and growth is expected to still be slow. Last quarter, the economy grew by 0.02% and was growing by 2.3% on an annual basis. The Commonwealth Bank is predicting today's figure for the June quarter will be 0.05%. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says Australians' spending patterns show that people are under economic stress. Dr. Chalmers has told the Nine Network there are two main factors currently affecting economic growth. Uh, the economy is being buffeted by two things, uh, by the slowdown in China as part of a broader broader global economic uncertainty and also the impact of these interest rate rises which are already in the system. The Department of Health and Ed- the Department of Health and Education have launched an online survey into women's experiences with the health system. Assistant Minister for Health and Aged Care, Jed Kani, says the federal government is committed to improving women's health outcomes. She says the system is biased against women in so many ways and many women have shared their story of neglect or distrust in the health system. Ms. Kearney is urging migrant and refugee women in particular to come forward. Some of the barriers we know that we hear from women when they tell us their stories is that They are simply not believed, that they are accused of all sorts of terrible things if they prevent with pain, that the doctor has trouble diagnosing, that they are drug shopping, or that they are, to use a terrible term, hysterical, or that they're over-anxious, when actually, in fact, there are serious medical conditions occurring. The survey is available in 17 different languages. The federal government insists there will be a formal inquiry into how Australia managed the COVID-19 pandemic. Several state and territory governments have held inquiries into aspects of their response to the pandemic and a range of experts and advocates from across the political and social spectrum earlier this year made calls in the media for a federal inquiry. Health Minister Mark Butler says it's always, it has always been the position of this federal government to have some sort of inquiry into the matter, but he won't reveal what form it will take or exactly what it will investigate just yet. We intend to hold a deep inquiry into the management of COVID over the last few years. It would be extraordinary for a government to take any other position and we'll announce the, the uh, terms of that inquiry in due course. Brazil has officially recognised two indigenous territories, giving them legal protection against incursions from illegal logging, gold mining and cattle ranching. The recognition of the Acapori de Sima and Rio Gregorio territories comes on the, on the day Brazil celebrates its Amazon region, home to the world's largest tropical rainforest. The preservation of the Amazon is a priority for President Lula da Silva and is seen as essential to soaking up the carbon emissions responsible for global warming. President Lula da Silva says the protection of indigenous people and the Amazon is deeply linked. O povo amazônico merece ter seus direitos garantidos e oportunidade para uma vida melhor. 
The Amazonian people deserve to have their rights guaranteed and opportunities for a better life. If there is no future for the Amazon and its people, there will be no future for the planet either. That is what today's event is about. Concrete actions to guarantee the future of the Amazon and of each of us. This development comes as Brazil's parliament is pushing through legislation that would restrict the recognition of indigenous land claims. The federal government will today introduce its legislation to amend the Murray-Darling River Basin Plan, but it's facing stern opposition from both the coalition and the Greens. The coalition wants an inquiry into the legislation and a committee to visit affected communities. The Greens support the move for an inquiry and say they cannot support the legislation in its current form. Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek has unveiled the government's changes after revelations it would fail to hit its water recovery targets for the year 2024. Sarah Hanson-Young is the Greens water spokesperson and a senator for South Australia, which will be deeply impacted by the legislation. She says the government needs to offer guarantees for water levels, not promises. There's a long way to go. How much is going to be delivered by the end of next financial year? How much is going to be brought back before the next election? We can't just wait to get to 2027 and we discover not much more has been secured. Um, all All the legislation provides right now Um, is a promise. Well, we know what happens to promises uh, when it comes to the Murray and comes to South Australia. The Labor Party and the Liberal Party continue to break them. And to sport in NRL, Brisbane playmaker Adam Reynolds will return to play against Melbourne in Friday's qualifying final at the Suncorp Stadium. Brisbane missed Reynolds in their final round clash, which Melbourne won 32-22 to bring their win record over the Broncos to 14 games straight. Reynolds has sat out the Broncos' past two matches with a calf injury, but is back in action to help his team rebound after the loss cost them the minor premiership. The game will be Brisbane's first finals appearance since 2018, while the Storm are heading for their 13th straight post-season campaign. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Brome sunny 29, Perth partly cloudy 19, Adelaide sunny 24, Melbourne partly cloudy 19, Hobart cloudy 18, Albury-Wodonga sunny 17, Canberra similar conditions 17 degrees, Wollongong sunny as well 20, Sydney also sunny 21, Newcastle much the same 23, Brisbane mostly sunny 27, Townsville sunny 27, Keynes much the same 29, Early Springs, sunny 32, Darwin, also sunny 33 degrees, and the Torres Strait Islands, similar conditions in the top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.